Yeah, just hours away from the introductory press conference. Kevin Durant will be uh, introduced today at Footprint Center and before tonight's game against the L.A. Clippers. Here to talk some NBA Suns basketball with us from ESPN. Nick Friedel joins us on the Arizona Sports Line. Nick, thanks for joining us today. We appreciate it. Anytime, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, I know you were in the building uh, the other night when Kevin Durant uh, was there for the first time with his teammates, and it was hard to describe, but we talked about it yesterday. You could feel a difference in the energy, and I, I, I know maybe you hadn't been in the building before, but just your overall thoughts uh, on this Kevin Durant trade a week out and, and what it could mean for the Phoenix Suns. It's interesting to me. It, it almost feels like it's a a college team who's gotten this <laughs> big-time recruit <laughs> and everybody's still wrapping their minds around, hey, we got our guy. Uh, there's a belief that comes with having Kevin in the fold. And the interesting thing to me is that I was in Brooklyn covering that Nets-Suns game the, the day before everything happened. Mm-hmm. And the Suns were optimistic and, and they felt like, hey, we We've, we've got Booker back. We're going to get rolling here soon. Then I meet them in Atlanta the, the day after the, the deal goes down at 1 in the morning Eastern time, and they're like, oh, man, they were kind of sad because they lost Bridges and Johnson, but they knew what Kevin represented. Well, fast forward a few more days, guys, and now I've been out here in Phoenix for a little bit, and that team is just like – here we go. <laughs> Just being in the facility oh, yeah. the last couple of days, being at the game the other night, the organization could not be more excited. And I can tell you now, having covered Kevin in the last few years back in Oakland when he was still with the Warriors and in Brooklyn these last couple of years, he's that good. He can take this team to a different level. And he knows what the, the – the kind of talent the group already has in place, and I think he's looking forward to this new challenge. But the excitement around the Suns is palpable, and you feel it more and more as the days roll by because, as we all know, we're getting closer to seeing him on the floor at some point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and this is a fan base, obviously, that is not only starving for a championship, but it's also one that's been traumatized by by playoff heartbreaks, and we all saw Game 7 last year. When it comes to the way playoff basketball is structured and the way you've got to climb the ladder in the postseason, basketball-wise, what is KD going to do for this basketball team? He's the guy that you hand the ball off to late in games and you know he's going to deliver. That's the simplest way I can put it. When you need the biggest basket of the night, you give Kevin Durant the ball and he'll take care of business. And if he's got the ball, the defense is going to collapse all around him. And I know how much the Suns trust Devin Booker. He can hit those shots too. But what he's going to do is he's going to create space for everybody. Booker's going to get cleaner looks at the rim. Chris Paul is going to be able to do more because – there is going to be such a focus on Kevin and not uh, allowing him to to get those shots off. But the beauty of having Kevin Durant on your team is the dude's seven feet tall. <laughs> you can put anybody on him that yeah. you want, and he's still going to find a way to get that shot off. So it, it's been really something to see late in games uh, the fear that Kevin puts into another team, as, and that fear has been earned through the years, and he's proven that he's not going to shy away from the moment. But 
that's really the difference. I mean, that's why you you trade and give up all that you did to land to Kevin Durant because uh, he's going to uh, find a way to make it happen. And in that regard, especially late in the big games in the postseason, that's where uh, the key will be compared to where this team has been maybe the last few years and where it'll be now. Nick Friedel from ESPN, our guest here on the Arizona Sports Line. You mentioned it, uh, you know, the ex- excitement being palpable with the Suns, you being around the team. That, Nick, mixed with maybe just the weight of Brooklyn off of Kevin Durant's shoulders, because by all accounts, and, and you can obviously expand on this, it just seemed like such a miserable experience for everybody involved. How much could just that fact that being away from Brooklyn free up Kevin Durant even psychologically? I think it's going to be big for him early, but I would, I would also caution because, guys, for as bad as things were in the beginning of this season, and they were awful uh, for that team, uh, given all the stuff that was going on with Kyrie, especially off the floor, they had won 18 of 20. Yeah. I mean, the reason that I'm in Phoenix, the reason Kevin Durant got traded is because Kevin got hurt in that game against Miami in early January. If he doesn't get hurt and Jimmy Butler doesn't fall back into his knee, I don't think any of these dominoes have fallen the way that they have because the Nets legitimately believe that they had things rolling and that they could still win uh, a title. And who knows what would have happened with Kyrie uh, because that is uh, a situation where day-to-day things can change. But everything was in a good place for them with Kevin on the floor. You take him off the floor uh, and not there to support uh, everybody and and make those baskets late and be the difference in wins and losses, and everything changed. But uh, as far as getting out of Brooklyn, I mean, I tell uh, tell you this about Kevin Durant. He is very perceptive. He knows what's going on. Uh, he knows what's what's being said, and he understands uh, that there was so much drama <laughs> and just a constant soap opera around that Nets team for a variety of reasons, but most of which centered around Kyrie. To come here, and I was talking to Chris Paul about this the other night, to be around Chris Paul and Devin Booker, two guys who seem to legitimately just want to play ball. And and that's what they've done, and they've had a lot of success at it. But obviously they haven't been able to get over the hump. I think Kevin will really enjoy being in a situation where the focus is on basketball. Mm-hmm. This guy yeah. loves to play basketball. He's awesome at it, obviously. And to be on a team where they can uh, hopefully maintain that focus as they get through the end of the regular season here and onto the playoffs. I think that will serve him very well. Yeah, and, and I agree with you. And I think culturally the Suns have, have got kind of been able to keep this collegial vibe even through all that Game 7 weirdness and the Jay Crowder stuff, which is kind of remarkable. It kind of speaks to Monty Williams and James Jones, and I think KD's going to like that a lot. What do you think about uh, the prime contenders in the West? Who else are going to be serious obstacles for the Phoenix Suns if they are blessed with full health going forward if the Suns are fully healthy I think they'll be in the finals because as we sit here right now the only teams that that really scared me and and I'd be uh, uh, I'd be loving a a Sun Celtics or Suns Bucks series because the Celtics and Bucks to me are just a cut above everybody else in the East Mm -hmm. in the West 
I don't see that team that's going to run away with anything. Uh, I know the Nuggets have had a hell of a year. Jokic is on track for his third MVP. But they've never really proven anything in the postseason. So I'll believe it when I see it. And now that the Suns have Kevin Durant, <laughs> I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm not buying Dallas. I don't think they have enough defense to get all the way through the playoffs, although Kyrie is still awesome, and we know what Luka Doncic can do. Uh, after that, guys, I, I'd never discount the Warriors completely. It just feels like something is off and has been since the beginning of the year with that punch uh, that Draymond put on Jordan Poole, yeah. and they just have yeah. not been the same. But if you have Steph Curry on your team, it's kind of like with Kevin Durant. Uh, you, you can find a way somehow. But all that's to say in the West – I don't see that team that that really is going to strike fear into anybody in the playoffs. And I think that's why everybody is so concerned now uh, that the Suns could end up being that team, especially after they find their rhythm here over the next couple months leading into what they believe will be a long postseason run. Nick Friedel from ESPN, our guest here on Arizona Sports. I know you covered the Warriors for for a time. You were in Brooklyn covering uh, that super team. Is this your new super team beat, Nick? Are you going to be spending a lot of time with the Phoenix Suns the rest of this way? I've been trying. <laughs> I've been trying to, uh, to, to get my bosses to send me out here all the time, but it sounds like for now, uh, there's, there's a, there are a lot of our riders who are on the West Coast, and we're kind of going to bounce back and forth. But I'm hoping to get back here for the full ride in the uh, the postseason. But for now, after this press conference, it sounds like I'm headed back to New York for a few weeks, and then we'll, we'll reassess from there. All right, sounds good. Thanks so much Thank for you, joining Nick. us, giving us the insight, Nick. We appreciate it.